Hi, and welcome to Iacon Underground Radio for the week of March 22nd, 2017. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. So we, we have some news this time. So that's, that's a thing. Uh, it's mostly movie news though. So, you know, if that's what you're into. Uh, other than that, uh, we've got a little bit of other toy related news and then we have, uh, we're going to discuss Optimus Prime number five. A more exciting Junkion action and Sharkticons and rising up against the proletariat and, you know, all that fun stuff. Yep. So, the big thing is that there is, uh, at the Kids Choice Awards, uh, so I, I guess it makes sense that it was a very kid-geared trailer clip thingy. Uh, but we got some new footage from the last night. And, yeah, it's got some kids. It's got some big junk pile transformer. It's definitely got kids in it. It's definitely got people who are being directed by Michael Bay in it. Yeah, that too. <laughs> That's a very Michael Bay-directed performance. <laughs> And they're kids, so you know they're just gonna just they're just gonna do it uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's still very cyan and orange, and I do sort of wonder, I feel like when you get any sort of I want to say franchise, I don't know, you get anything like this, it eventually gets to a point where it's just. They they make it more for kids than it was originally intended to be. Uh, uh, I yeah. guess I don't know. See also Ghostbusters two or something. <laughs> yeah, you say blue and orange, but it really did kind of seem really desaturated to me. Maybe yeah, that's well, it. There was Maybe. a lot of cement and concrete, so there was a lot of grays too. Yeah, and gecko. <laughs> yes, the, the the walking tank thingy. Walking past a, a stylized Optimus Prime poster. Which looks yeah. like it should have said Obey instead of Enemy or something. <laughs> or it should have said Obey. Change. Yeah. Ch- change into a truck. <laughs> I've seen that t-shirt. It's pretty cute. <laughs> like on some guy at Kroger. But, yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely continuing to look like a Michael Bay movie. I mean, okay, unlike, say, Ghostbusters, I mean, Transformers, it's it's based on a toy line. So, really, the idea that it's coming back to being more kid-oriented is, you know, that's really where it naturally, yeah, should have been in the first place and not, I don't know, <laughs> Constructicon testicles. But, uh, so I, I guess if it gets us fewer Constructicon testicles, I, I will approve of it overall. Now we do have, uh, a few new toy pictures. Uh, there's Megatron. Now that's, it's a stealth bomber Megatron. Is it based in any way on that one we already had? It's yes, exactly it the, is one, the we one we already had. With a new head that sort of looks like the movie design, I guess, with the tusks now. That's I guess he really awesome. liked elephants in like two movies ago so much he built tusks into his new head. 
Yeah, he was hanging out in Africa and he saw these big mammal things and he was like, these are amazing. I'm going to make myself look kind of like that. Yeah. I mean, can you blame him? Yeah, so this this is, well, what was it, like two or three movies ago when, when they did a lot of the exclusives that were just redecos of things that were not movie toys? Like, uh, there was a getaway and a bunch of other things. Yeah, because yep. weren't they kind of, like, running low on things that were movie toys or something? Yeah, they, uh, maybe there was a second movie. Like, like they were just making anything they could... The second movie had a lot of that, get yeah. out, yeah. and it seems like they're doing that again. These might be exclusives, maybe? Because, like, well, there's this, there's, there's, uh, Nitro, who's new, apparently, a new toy. There was Cosell with character, him. but it appears to be the uh, Dark of the Moon Shockwave mold. Yeah, which... Mm-hmm. The, oh, is that why there's the, the, the Son of Shockwave thing? But it it's, it's, looks like it's a deluxe, but, like, there was no Shockwave deluxe. And but Although there is a Shockwave-looking dude in the trailers for the new movie. He's just white with some dun, more dun, green dun. stuff on yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't say it's the same size class. It just says also look for. Oh yeah, it could Have be ever different. Seen, if it if they're exclusives, it could be co-sells for exclusives at the same place. But I'm actually I'm trying to remember. Point. Trying to remember what the Shockwave toy even looked like. I have it somewhere, but it, it got shoveled away rather quickly. Into it looked box. like a Shockwave. Yeah, and apparently they're doing decodable glyphs as a line-wide gimmick. Yeah, also that's known as neat. Cyber Planet Key Codes 2.0. Sure. <laughs> but you have to work for them this time. Uh, I guess R.A.D.'s been doing that, too. Yeah. And this time you have to actually decode them. And then, I'm, I'm loving this trilingual packaging. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Megatron. Ruthless Oppressor. Cruel Oppressor. Scupulosor <laughs> Underdrucker. <laughs> Everything's better in French. It's... Tirano despirado. Uh, Tirano despirado. despirado is, I'm sorry. T- it that that one just has more fun to it. <laughs> it's like when I when I briefly watched the uh, French French voice track of Beast Wars because it was on the DVD because Canada and Dinobot <laughs> just always sounded like he was trying to seduce everybody. <laughs> <laughs> It was that was good stuff. That was good stuff. But uh, <laughs> French is the best. Uh, yeah, and also there is some guy named Skulltron. Skulltron. Someone who's... has uh, someone has already done the uh, the necessary uh, you know image manipulation thing of him with Jack Skellington's head. So uh, <laughs> that's been done. Has anybody done a Skeletor head yet? Ah, uh, I don't know. I mean, probably, but I have not personally seen it. No, I haven't seen it. Somebody's presumably done it, because the head they got on Skeletron, I can't even tell what it's supposed to be. It doesn't look like a head, it's just a lump in the picture. Yeah, like, maybe it's supposed to be a Cybertronian skull or something, I don't know. It's Meltdown. Yes. (laughs) No. kind of. No, but he's he's just a Steel Bane, which we saw a preview of from... This movie toy line are already just in, like, rusty bronze colors, which is kind of interesting, but... Yeah. His function is listed as Knight of Cybertron. That's, uh... 
Who would have thought we would have gotten to the Knights of Cybertron earlier in the movies than in <laughs> Lost Light slash More Than the Eye? I, I, I would have said yeah. <laughs> also, just Skulltron, not Skullotron, not Skullatron, Skullitron. Also, Skullitron just doesn't sound especially like heroic, or <laughs> I mean, I guess some of the Knights of Cybertron can be dark, scary knights, or I don't know. Maybe Michael Bay doesn't understand themes. Er, well, it looks like he might have a Decepticon symbol on the back of his package, although maybe everybody has that. We don't know what the packages look like, really. Maybe he's an evil knight. Well, and Megatron's dressed like a knight now with all his armor and things, and, and there's preview pictures of umpteen different size class toys for him. Yeah. Man. A lot of, lot of toys. I'm guessing, like, maybe a quarter of these characters at most are actually going to be in the movie. I will be shocked if Infernicus is in the movie. Oh, Aww. oh yeah, he's the most beautiful, insane thing, kind of, for this movie, that we've seen so far, anyway. Infernicus is, is the, um, they were, was it Prime? Yeah, it was Beast Hunters. Be- okay, it was the Beast Hunters that they had, um, uh, the, shit, Abominus, they were Horrorcons? Yes? Yeah. Yeah. They, they were the G1 dudes who combined into a, one bigger dude. Only the, the new versions that came out in Beast Hunters were these itty bitty legend scale guys that formed into the size of a deluxe. Like they were cute, they were just so tiny. And somehow he's back with a different torso that has, like, a skull face with giant horns called Infernocus. Okay. He, he looks like he's serious business. If I didn't know about the uh Prime Beast Hunters versions of these, and I didn't see a name associated with it, I'd be going, they're bringing the Fallen back? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does look uh, a lot like the Fallen. Yeah. Got the, also has the unicron horns. Very, who knows what his deal is, I don't know. I kind of feel like a lot of this movie is like, who knows what that guy's deal is. And comes with Quintessa. Yeah, what's this Quintessa? I, I couldn't see the link where that was. It's on the Infernicus stuff. Yeah, it's just a little tiny plastic transparent sculpture something oh oh it's like it might be an angel it's it's so grainy in the picture that it's like it could be anything yeah that's a thing that's definitely in the movie who knows (laughs) it's definitely some sort of transparent piece of molded plastic it's not very helpful no Uh, but yeah there's more creatures. I mean, that's, that's kind of cool. It'd be nice if they were colors. Yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of been a, yeah, a long-running issue with the movie stuff. Yeah, the Autobots get some colors, the Decepticons don't get colors. No. But we're getting dragons! Dragons are fun! Yeah, dragons are cool. I like dragons. Even though we're getting a King Ghidra for some reason in a Transformers <laughs> movies. Oh, oh, 
Maybe there's going to be a crossover with the new Godzilla movies. I could go for that. That'd make about as much sense as anything, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd make about as much sense as Megatron being back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I see someone put a note in our notes pointing out that it would actually be Kaiser Ghidorah, since he has four legs. Yes, he would be. Or at least from the preview <laughs> images, there's more still images. Because Kaiser Ghidorah was in Final Wars, and he was the first King Ghidorah to have four... Wait, was it? Oh. Oh no, there was also the Jurassic Ghidorah from one of the Mothra movies. I forget how many legs that one had. I never actually saw that one. This is, I, I appreciate this level of detail. So, uh, past the, all the exciting movie stuff, uh, Hasbro, their little Hasbro Pulse news thing, they put a whole little article out about Nautica. So that's nice. I like that. The, the picture at the top is weird and stretched and other than that, I mean, it, it also, I guess that some of that looks like it's probably the actual production toy. Uh, Maybe. Looks like there's some chipped paint on the uh, thruster area. Yeah, I've seen area. that. But yeah, I think then we go back to the whole discussion about painting yellow over things, <laughs> over anything. Yeah. Oh, it it's the worst on plastic. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but like yellow paint is bad enough on its own. But when you're painting on plastic, it just it does not take. But yeah, apart from that little spot on one of her little fans looking like the paint's rubbed off. It looks like the rest of her is actual production plastic. So, yeah. okay. Okay, who's got a phone call? It's mine! <laughs> it wants you to know. Okay, so yeah, it gives a little uh, talk about her you know, storyline, basically. Uh, about her being on the Lost Light and just, you know, just straight up this is the IDW Comics stuff. So that's that's pretty cool of them. I, I appreciate them doing that little thing. They haven't done... I mean, how, how often have they been keeping up with this? I don't know, because I yeah, always I'm, forget I'm to check looking... the pulse. It's just this weird thing that updates every so often, but it's like seems to be monthly for as much as it gets noticed. Well, I'm I'm looking at the uh the back posts and this is the second post of March. Uh February they did oh. two posts. And then January they did five. Wow, they blog like I do, where they're like really excited about it for a couple weeks and then they're just like, Oh, I guess <laughs> I should post a blog thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> like they took twenty sixteen off almost. Yeah. Was- yeah. Especially as far as Transformers stuff goes, they had like two things total. So, but oh, dancing group, yay, dancing group! <laughs> uh, also, we got some more uh, non-produced botcon stuff uh, this time. It looks like uh, it looks like they were going in the same direction that Hasbro is going in right now. With suddenly, it's 1987. Uh, so there's there's has Nightbeat, which I guess is technically eighty eight, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it I was the second so. year. Yeah. 
so they had uh, Generations Cup as crosshairs. They had Universe Cyclonus as a fairly serviceable brainstorm. Uh, except for when you take into account the fact that Cyclonus's uh, horns are actually part of his alt mode on oh, the that's toy. that's a good point. That so, would have yeah. been a little weird. Yeah. Eh, a little weird. Not like, you know, I don't think it would have no, destroyed it. Been a gap. Also, keep in mind, these are fun pub designs, therefore the heads would not fit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is yeah, true. The night beat... Uh, out of uh, Beast Hunter, Smokescreen would have been kind of neat, I guess. I never got that toy. Uh, uh, but the Trigger Happy would have been really cool, though. Yeah. It's very cute. I think the little... strange thing about this proposal is it looks like they're proposing, like, trading the weapons around between the various different concepts they were proposing. Yeah. What? Well, giving a lot of guys target masters and just swapping the other weapons around. Yeah, it looks like giving Brainstorm Cup's gun and various other... And then uh, Crosshairs was getting a Cyclonus' minicon. Slash yeah. Target Master, I guess. Well, I guess if they make an equal number of everything, then it's just a matter of the people doing the packaging. Yep. I know about the people do- <laughs> I was the people doing the packaging once. Uh, so yeah, just a matter of going in and, and swapping everything that came from the factory. So that's news for this week. Uh, and we have a comic. Now there is also, uh, the, the Transformers versus G.I. Joe. Uh, it is versus, right? I know sometimes you get Transformers and G.I. Joe. Sometimes they gotta fight. It is, I believe, versus. I, I, I would guess with yes, Tom. Yes, it is versus. <laughs> with Tom Scioli involved, they're gonna fight. <laughs> because yeah. that's, it's basically what, what he does. Uh, so that's, uh, the, the movie annual, uh, is going to be out this week. Uh, if you didn't see it at your comic book shop, Maybe go back if you're into that sort of thing. Uh, we will not be talking about it this week because we are going to have our friend uh, Rob from the Stasis Pod podcast uh, because he is a big Tom Scioli fan. Uh, so he wants to come on and talk about it with us. Uh, so we'll be talking about that with him next week. Uh, but this week we will be talking about Optimus Prime number five. Uh, so, so yeah. We've got more of, I mean, it's basically this issue is the Junkions are throwing Sharkticons at everybody. And had we, had we confirmed that, I guess we probably did, the auto, the Autobot City is Metro Titan specifically? If we hadn't until now, we have now. Yeah, yeah. I, I think like right after they found it, they called it Metro Titan, but it's been a while since it's been named. Ah, that could be it. So Metro Titan, for those interested, was a uh, late G1 Japanese redeco of Metroplex. Uh, I think there was some debate over whether he was supposed to be, like, actually a zombie Metroplex, or whether he was his own guy. Uh, so that's a thing. Yeah, well, because, cause, like, the redeco, like, very little was changed. I think there was some blue added or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think his black was changed to blue. Uh, something very straightforward. But 
but yeah, I think, well, the thing is late and go off on a very, I'll, I'll keep this tangent short, uh, but late G1 Japanese stuff, you tended to get a lot of like weird conflicting stuff going on because you'd have like, uh, you know, magazines that would be running a little spread on it that might have some weird story detail that doesn't actually show up in anything else and, and you get stuff. So what like you're saying that. is Japan had Transformers media. Yes, Japan had Transformers media. And then you have people translating it and they get something wrong and then somebody else hears that and they're the one that tells everybody. So it's this weird. Or occasionally you chain. get people, tra- people translating stuff who, who are like, this would be way cooler. So, so stuff yeah. gets sort of headcanoned in there and yeah. It's not like anybody else who speaks Japanese is going to read my translation. <laughs> Back then. Uh, but, yeah, it uh, it looks like in this case, Metro, Tri- Metro Titan is explicitly one of the ones who is not a zombie. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot to really dissect with this. Uh, you know, you have no, RC. RC's narrating is just lots of fighting stuff and and i don't i'm not sure if it's just like that it was the junkions or if there's like actual spelling grammar mistakes in here every once in a while i would go like wait that does that sentence make sense i like, think it was be like mostly words missing the junkions being junkions and i think that might have almost been like i don't know i mean rummage clearly talks Almost okay, not as yeah. nutty as Retgar does, but I, I do well, yeah, like well, that, that was that was what was throwing me off because like like Retgar is like obviously talking crazy, but she like would seem to leave out words or my brain would say there should be an R there or something. Yeah, I think that's just sort of her quirk. I don't know. I still like her. Yeah, yeah, but I I did like when RC. You know, cornered Retgar because they were gonna just run off with the thing they had promised to bring Sideswipe back. And Sideswipe is her only friend. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, well, she isn't even sure she would call him a friend. She's the only person <laughs> who doesn't use her for something. Yes. Just um, likes hanging out. But, but I like that when he's like, you know, Retgar's doing his whole sort of pleading for his life thing. He's like, just, just wait till I get to the end. <laughs> like, I can't help but babble, so let me get to the end. Uh, because, you know, he does. Uh, so, yeah, I, I do, <laughs> I do really like that, that Soundwave does a much more, what he does is a much more articulate version of what Grimlock does in the movie with the Sharktacons. <laughs> yes. Communism saves the day. Yes. He gives them a yeah. big stirring socialist speech, whereas Grimlock was just like, no, I'm bigger. You go beat them up. Go beat up your well, former boss. No, no. Grimlock's argument is dictatorship. Yeah, that's fair. It's really more monarchy, isn't it? Well, well yeah, with it, <laughs> you know, I guess... Because he's king. I guess it's a fishing monarchy, but it's it's in the dictator neighborhood. Uh, So, so yeah, it's basically he, which, 
I guess that surprised me a little bit because I didn't realize these Sharknicons were supposed to be that smart, but I guess they are at least that smart. It's always hard to tell if, if Sharknicons are supposed to be intelligent at all. But apparently, yeah. like, these ones, I guess, are about as intelligent as the movie ones. They can understand words. They're just bad at speaking. Mm-hmm. Although none of them actually have lines in this. But they're, they're, they're cute little chubby guys. They always are. And, and actually spent a couple minutes trying to figure out how tall they're supposed to be. Going by the alternate cover of one eating the Statue of David. It's like I had I to figure out, okay, if... the Statue of David is 17 feet tall. They figured out... in. Shark mode, I think they're about six feet tall, according to that cover. I, I don't know if that's, like, a literal representation. I mean, what is could... scale? Yes, what is what scale? Is sca- I... Well, I figured out, like, Buster's like the right scale. Yeah. I figured, you know, it works. Again, we have Transformers fiction. Yeah. It is it, what it scale, is. Scale is out the window. But I, I don't know. Keisama is re- reasonably good at consistency, although, uh, wait, who did that cover? Probably not Keisama. Oh no, that was Andrew Griffith. Yeah. Well, in that case, I mean, it's not like it's his interior, it's not like it's his story anyway, so he can just draw them no. however he wants. It doesn't have to be consistent with the rest of the story. It can just be yeah. a pinup, you know? Gotta say, I really liked Barbara leaning into the uh, introduction caption gimmick that he's oh, kind yeah, of he, been setting up on this book. He's having fun with that. Yep. Optimus Prime, savior? <laughs> Aileron, about to be Air Force One. Yes. Oh, that's the one that really got me. <laughs> yeah. She gets because they're evacuating all the the human leaders that were unfortunately hanging around. Oops. So, so yeah. I mean, I I continue to enjoy it. I like the arts. I like that we had a little bit of uh, Optimus Prime with his mask punched up, so you could see his mouth under it, his yeah. teeth, yeah. which is always yeah, which creepy. Is creepy. Yeah. <laughs> a bit more the whole Decepticon flashback thing, which I'm not entirely sure where they're going with it, but they're definitely going somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it, it doesn't quite fit, other than the fact that, like, Soundwave and Optimus are in both, well, and Jetfire, but it's mostly Optimus and Soundwave seem the important ones, but I, I'm just enjoying seeing Needlenose and Horrible again, alive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Needlenose is great. <laughs> he doesn't like carrying things. I I feel like I need a jar of some kind that I demand Barbara put some coin or bill into for Rumage saying, by the sacred voice of Weir Al. (laughs) Oh! I I was reading it so fast I didn't actually parse out what that's supposed to sound like. I, I, I totally missed that. Good job. Good job. Uh, But yeah, we get a lot of RC's uh, narration. Uh, uh, Cosmos is still alive. If I, I didn't think that they were going to kill him off quite that easily. Oh no, he's too. And he got one of the better captions too. Yes. (laughs) Now I disagrees with something that ate him. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Poor guy. 
so yeah, I, I continue to enjoy it. It's not a whole lot to, like I said, not a whole lot to dissect. I think we've pretty much gone over the, the bulk of it. Uh, Jazz continues to have this friend in, is that, yeah, it's in Mexico City. Friend. So, <laughs> quote, yeah, I friend. think one of them would object to friend. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It did strike me as being very much in that Transformers, especially comic tradition of, you know, <laughs> human female companions who are, are varying levels of enthusiastic about the whole thing. Yeah, it, the, the thing with jazz is, is very much like a Budiansky G1 thing. Yeah, it is that kind of, that kind of storyline where it's about like, you know, them not wanting to get involved in any of the Cybertronian stuff because it's, it, it involves Sharkticons raining down on them. Things end badly. Yes, things end badly. Uh, so yeah, next issue is going to be the conclusion, which actually didn't... Man, I thought that uh, storylines tended to be five issues these days. Yeah, well, I don't know. Depends upon the size of their trades. I'm not normally buying IDW trades. Maybe they're six issues now? Maybe. Maybe this one gets to be special. Do they usually only do one arc per book? Like could have swore when I was getting the Humble Bundle stuff, they seem to divide by two arcs. Hmm. So you could have a longer one and then a shorter one, but I could be uh, misremembering. Maybe. Uh, I know with the, uh, I mean, More Than Meets the Eye didn't always divide neatly into into those. They sometimes had like well, yeah, three. Or, more Than Meets the Eye meanders more. Yeah. Has more like um, the- two-part stories. Oh, and this also could have the issue of also possibly being collected alongside stuff like uh, Titan's Return and that whole crossover event. Oh, that's oh a good point. yeah. So the first one could be going in a different collection. Yeah, they might. Would they do a collection of all just the issue ones from Revolutionaries? To... Yeah, that's possibly. Revolution. I was thinking. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it goes in something like that. Man, then you have to buy that. And, eh. <laughs> That's why I don't buy collections. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so next week, we will be talking to Rob about uh, Tom Scioli and how great he is. How how amazing he is. Uh, Trying to make sense of the madness. Yes. Uh, I would also like to, to give a brief plug at the end here that uh, I have put on eBay a couple listings for some sketch covers that I got at BotCon a few years ago that I'm selling for bill money. Uh, so we've had that... Uh, or digital money. Yeah. Not did- Bitcoin, but like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything that I can give to my uh, to my rent people, that that's good. That's good. Uh, there's an Alex Milne, uh, More Than Meets the Eye, number one, and there is an Andrew Griffith, uh, Robots in Disguise, number 16. Uh, we'll have those on our Twitter feed. That's uh, through the week. Uh, just put that out there. Uh, otherwise, uh, also, likewise, again, we have our Patreon. Uh, we actually have a new Patreon uh, patron now. Uh, we have... Uh, Daria Sigma, uh, 
from Australia, if I recall correctly, uh, who is an old, oh, old you. time. Yes, thank you. Old, old school ATT back in the day person. Yeah, thank you very much. It helps us pay for new equipment, which we're working on, maybe get some videos going. Uh, we have foreign listeners. I, yes. I don't even know how many listeners we have. I'm excited. We're in different <laughs> time zones. I, I need to find some way to get, like, you know, statistics. Yeah, that'd be nice. We really should be tracking these metrics. Yeah, I'm, I'm bad at doing things. Uh, but yeah, so that's it for this week. Uh, until next week, this has been Jen. And Alex. And the statue of David. Next week is stacked for comics if we're discussing the uh, Transformers versus G.I. Joe, the movie, the comic. Oh no, what is it? What else and we got? Lost Light number four and Till All Our One number eight. Damn. I think we're going to have to push those two back and just focus on Transformers versus G.I. Joe, the movie, the comic adaptation of the movie that doesn't exist. <laughs> I mean, unless there's, like, no news, which is entirely possible. Yeah, maybe. And we just make it an all-comic yeah. episode. <laughs>